Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Jesus. Um, all right. Are we good? Yeah. All right. That's Marcus. I'm Ben. With us as always. Ryman with the time and Henry Zabrowski rapping Henry. How many other rhymes? Rhymes. You said one rhyme. I was rhyming and timing because those are just the same word over and over again. Oh, I thought that was what rap. What is no hip hop? No hip hip hop. You know what? Let's just that's redo it. Frog suits. That's something music does. That's right. And I'll just <laughs> yes, I'll man. be I'll be you say who's here with us? Who's here? White Henry Zabrowski. Uh. The whitest of all <laughs> Henry Zabrowski. I've told him an official black and I'm an official Jew. What? <laughs> 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 I got cards in my wallet. I didn't, did you just send out for him? Oh yes, did very much so. Made I have you? a maid. Wow. I had him a maid for free except for shipping and handling. Three dollars. Oh, okay. oh I official thought you meant you had your maid Jew. do it. You're his. You're Hispanic maid who right. hates you, who has made you an honorary she shouldn't Hispanic. Hate me. I am. I am helping her. <laughs> I am right. employing her. It's hard out there for a maid. Uh, <laughs> all right. So today Can't just clean the street. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Speaking of maids and nannies and people of that nature, today we're talking a whole bunch about children. Mm-hmm. And uh, God attack knows the children. Two, attack the children is the name of the episode. We came up with the uh, episode we're going to talk about. Uh, MP- children Ultra. are just so vulnerable. Yeah. Because number vulnerable. one, you can say anything to a child if you got a policeman's hat on. Number one. That's number yeah. that two, you can say anything to a child if you just physically are in control of the child. Yes. Yeah. You know, put them in a big sack. Will they, they listen? Sacks enough because. How many potatoes is would you say it's comparison to the size of a child? Eighty potatoes, which is like a sack of potatoes. That's one sack of Boom. potatoes. Got it in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> but Not I don't have scary. a sack of potatoes in my truck. I have. A dead child in mm. my truck. Well, speaking of pedophiles yes. and people who may or may Absolutely. not have killed uh, dead children, the person that uh, got us interested in uh, attack the child is a fellow named Jimmy Seville. He was a uh, what a good name, a great name. He's an oh, English yeah. DJ, and uh, he certainly has a face for radio. He does. Oh. He also hosted a BBC television show called Jim Will Fix It. No, <laughs> that's true. Jim will fix it, and uh, he was he was, uh, but mostly known as a uh, as a DJ. It uh, wait a second. It wasn't called Ribbity Rap 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 Rap. rap. It's Jim to fix it. It might have been. <laughs> I actually don't know. The the British are weird. Ribbity Rap 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 Rap. <laughs> Fuck. No, I don't have <laughs> nothing. I have nothing left for that. That is all I had. Yeah. It was fine. I'm going to have to repeat it for the you know rest what? of the episode. No, no, no. no. Take that rippity rap just, and you put yeah, that, just, put that you in just, a potato bag. Yeah, put okay. that in a potato bag and put it in your truck. Okay, I understand yeah. that metaphor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jimmy Seville. Uh, your joke is a dead child. <laughs> right. Uh, I love it then. The, the only difference is dead children are hilarious. <laughs> am I right? Am I right? No, the joke was good, Henry. Rippity rap rap. Okay, is it out? Is it out of the potato sack? Put it back in the potato sack because it jumped out. It almost hip hopped out of there. Okay. Oh, now you got me being the worst. Like a oh. friggity frog. Mm. Friggity frog, frog, no, for no, frog, no. frog, log. It's a frog rock. Ah, God, frog. I have to fight it. Fight it. Fight it. It's good. We're doing this at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, a little bit different. We're usually a morning podcast. Uh, yeah. But Jimmy Seville, he was recently, recently came out that he 
major pedophile. Oh, huge. Uh, you liked 14, 13 year old, would 12 year old girls. Would you say pedophile or would you say connoisseur of the innocent? He was a connoisseur <laughs> of an innocent, uh, of the innocent, as many pedophiles are. I mean, really a supreme pedophile leader. And uh, the scandal grows larger. What because, is the actual details of the scandal? Well, the scandal is everybody sort of knew about it. His entire yeah. career. He died in his 80s. His tombstone has now been. Uh, next, it's off. They're going to revoke his knighthood because yeah. apparently you could be a radio DJ and then get knighted for it. In, yeah, in the they UK. find things really weird to be important in England. They yeah, do. TV presenters, as they call them, are very, very important people. Why is I that? hear W. Jimmy Seville from the television show. Jim will fix it. Yeah. This uh, is pathetic. Yeah, uh, not only horrible. Not only uh, that, but all the families ar- that are uh, that <laughs> have Daniel graves. Day. All the families that have graves around Jimmy Seville are petitioning to get him moved out of the graveyard because yeah. they don't want to see the fucking pedophile when they go to visit well, grandma. The rough was the thing was like, they should have noticed when the tombstone was the size of a giant ass with a kid crawling inside. <laughs> right, right, right. That should have been the big like red flag there. The big scandal is, of course, BBC and BBC Radio 1 that he worked for, run by the government, and uh, it's up there with the Penn State situation or the Catholic Church. Yeah, it's like a massive Every- thing, right? Yeah, everybody knew about it, and they would just kind of crack jokes about it. One girl was getting molested as they were doing a radio show. She went to the producer and was like, Jimmy Seville is really getting un-Seville with me, if you will. <laughs> and, uh, and the producer just said, ah, what are you, a lesbian? I mean, that's how honored wait, this man question, was. My question, though, wait, was... Was she a lesbian? I, now she is. Now she is, without a doubt. She won't make a, a little penis um, within a 10-yard radius of her. So my question is, it, so how young were these, were these kids? 12, 13, 14. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, so they were young. And uh, the main conflict, of course, is that everybody knew about it. No higher-ups did anything. And... Uh, and so we got thinking about how children are used when it comes for political gain or social gain. It's very and, interesting because it, it cuts back to um, uh, a U.S. program called Project MK Ultra, which we're going to start getting really deep into very soon. Yes. Which is they yeah. become now the uh, the really p- sort of crippling obsession of, of us. Um, I spent the last nine hours watching videos about children being raped while on LSD in order to make them into super assassins. <laughs> so right. I'm in a weird state of frame of mind going yeah, on. I just had a, ate a quesadilla that was seven hours old. It wasn't seven hours old. Not four hours bad. old. Four hours. I, like, I ate three quarters of this cake. I went to yeah, offer the two. Saying, I was trying to be nice. Tie it back. Tie it back to MK Ultra. This is the same kind of torture techniques we used in order to break a person's psyche down. Feed him old quesadillas. That's right. Hit him with a fire hose while he's asleep. Well, I think that's what they did during the civil rights movement for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, but basically what it comes down to is a person in power just, tends to abuse a, children. Well, that was like a street fair thing, though. Just for fun? When they got hit with the hose. Hit with the hose. You grew up in Queens. I mean, I have no idea what you guys were up to on the summer nights. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's also rumored that uh, now it's coming out that Jimmy Seville might have also been a child killer. Oh, yes. Yes. And what is this rumor about? This rumor is so strange because it's like all he wanted to do was was take care of them and make love to the children. Why would he want to hurt them? Mm, I don't understand it. Well, what happened (laughs) is uh, there was a man, a serial killer in uh, England, in the northern England uh, area, in Yorkshire. In Yorkshire, Yorkshire, In Yorkshire, Up in Monteclantic Lake. (laughs) The sad thing is you just listed two towns (laughs) that actually No, that's Wales. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're thinking of Wales. Oh, yeah. Cheshire. Yeah. Yeah. But this man uh, killed 12, uh, proven to to have killed 12 women, possibly 13 in Yorkshire in the 70s. Now, this is the Yorkshire Ripper. The Yorkshire Ripper is uh, the man that was in this mental hospital because in England, you know, they don't have a death penalty or anything. They just sent him to a mental hospital. Right. Yeah, where they sit and make tea cozies all day. Yeah. So I'm stuck on an ice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they very easily can escape from those places as they have in uh, New Jersey from all of their mental institutions and all Mm -hmm. their halfway houses. Yeah, because all the security officers break for tea and they stomp on an American flag for half an hour and then they go back to work. That's right. (laughs) Too distracted thinking about how we got hamburgers and all they got is stupid dry crumpets. I mean, I've heard that. I've heard they're very upset about the hamburger. It might have gone over the ocean. I'm not sure. Quite possibly. And uh, so this man was in a a mental hospital in the 80s, and uh, Jimmy Seville, out of nowhere, was given a a job to oversee uh, like an administrative overhaul at this mental hospital in like 84. Why? Why would you no give one a knows. man from the radio? No one knows because he has he had no uh, actual uh, training. 
doing any of this type of stuff. Has no administrative experience, no mental health I experience. I mean, maybe they didn't realize but, he was completely insane because he's around a bunch of lunatics. Jimmy Seville walks in. They're like a normal guy. Yeah. This is good. We'll give him the job. <laughs> yeah. He had no. He had his own keys to the hospital. He'd go anywhere in the hospital. And out of everyone in this entire hospital, Jimmy Seville made good friends with the Yorkshire Ripper, Mr. Peter Sutcliffe. Well, maybe he was funny. <laughs> I'm sure he was. If you're a child, you want keys to, you know, Wonka's chocolate uh, factory. Also, if you're a pedophile know, and a lunatic, you want keys to the loony bin. Peter mm-hmm. Sutcliffe also, uh, from what I remember, well, he believed that he was, he was told by God he killed prostitutes. He was a he, ser- Yeah, it he, wasn't just prostitutes. But he was told, yeah. he believed that God was telling him to do this in mm-hmm. order to, like, purify the world. And they called him the Yorkshire Ripper because, I forget what it was, it was, like very, it was ghastly murders, but I do know that his calling card was hitting them on the head with a lead pipe. Yeah. Good yeah. man. Good way and to he do would it. Just like give that to you before mm-hmm. he hit you on the head with a lead pipe. You give and you it, and then he he give you the pipe. It was like a marathon. Oh, He's like, I now see. you run. <laughs> and, okay. and he also was in television. <laughs> Uh, as because my my girlfriend Nikita is from Yorkshire and her mom w- and her a lot of her family were in Yorkshire during this time and uh, yeah as- just sitting there throwing tea at the harbor <laughs> saying like oh George Washington was a fag yeah and you know saying stuff like that about America. America. I'm with you, man. <laughs> and, I don't uh, know what they're up to over there. And what Nikita says in an email, he worked at the same TV factory my nana worked at. He used to babysit for one of my mom's school friends up by Heaton. Jimmy Seville. Jimmy Seville. No, no, not Jimmy Seville. uh, The Yorkshire Ripper. Peter Sutcliffe? Peter Sutcliffe, yeah. What? Yeah. What was he like? Was he funny? (laughs) I mean, I feel like you want him to be really funny. I want all serial killers to be kind of funny. I know. You want him to be kind of charming. Yeah, yeah. and women were just losing their shit the entire time. Bodies just popping up everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so he's still... But yeah, meanwhile, they're sitting there playing Nintendo going like... God told me I'd win today. <laughs> it's like that's weird, Peter. You're being right, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder what a TV factory is. What is a TV? Like an actual place? I where think they build it is an actual TVs? place where they I build they TVs. TVs. That, yeah, yeah Munchester Tire sounds like a place that people <laughs> would work in a factory. It'd be the worst job ever, though, because now you know you go. Donny Pony. You work at a car shop. You you can go home and you watch TV. If you work and make TVs for a living, you can't go home and watch TV. Oh God, no! The last thing you want to see is a TV. They yeah. must love the theater. You just love the window. Yeah, you just just look at a window. It's really happening. It's like a TV, but it's for life. It's like a real boring reality (laughs) show. A a reality reality (laughs) show. But basically what had happened here, I think Jimmy Seville was probably uh, drawn to the Yorkshire Ripper Mm -hmm. because they're both absolutely egotistical maniacs. Yeah, and it's rumored that they may have known each other beforehand. Whoa. Interesting. I honestly bet that that's what it was. There's a serial killer uh, profiler that suspects that the two of them may have known each other beforehand. Yeah, they were bros. Yeah. Yeah, they watched the kids together. They had a lot to talk about, and really, there's not he many was people you can talk for about. He was Jimmy Seville for a long time. Yeah, because Peter Sutcliffe was such a great babysitter. Yeah. It was just, it was just <laughs> a very different time as well. Jimmy Seville's big thing while he was doing his television show before he would throw it to a clip that was like really fantastic and imaginary, similar to our version of Mister Rogers. He would uh, ash his cigar. That's when he would ash his cigar up oh, into the air. That's amazing. Throw it oh, so he also ran a children's show? That was Jim Will Fix It. That's great. Yeah. Jim Will Fix It is the name of the Again. show, which is, oh, you have a boo-boo? Jim Will Fix It. And then he's, you know. Sucking on the boo-boo for five minutes. And you're like, <laughs> right. why is he sucking on my skin knee for so long? And he's like, I'm getting younger every minute. That's right. He might it's have like, been a vampire. He sounds like Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> He kind of looks like Vlad the Impaler, oh, actually. And also a former nurse said that pedophile patients gravitated towards Seville. Like, they would just sort of follow him along like a weird pedophile Pied Piper. Interesting. He was good with kids. <laughs> he was really good yeah, with kids. It's like George Clooney's, like, really good with ladies. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of the staff said, he should be behind bars. We used to laugh about it in those days. I know. Very, very bizarre. <laughs> uh, but speaking yeah. of children behind bars... Uh, this takes us to MK Ultra, which is one of the most disturbing CIA undercover operations uh, that we have heard about in quite a while, and we've heard about a lot of them in recent weeks. Because the big oh, thing yeah. here is, like, with se- both of these stories, we can both say that the children are the victim, but right. one side. Let's just stick maybe with that writer, side. Or probably that one. That children were the aggressors. If you if they were trained by the CA, we're going to go controversial. Henry's I'm just the saying this. I'm just saying this. No, I, I I don't really believe this, but I do say that yeah. like. But this is where it comes into. What if these 
were agents set in to frame important members of society, like not unlike Kevin Clash with uh, with, with cer- uh, a certain uh, set of allegations that came out about him, which are not true. He just the the uh, the uh, child uh, recanted. And the story mm-hmm. that uh, Henry is referencing is Kevin Clash. He is the voice of Elmo. He's the star of Being Elmo. Uh, he's a great guy. He's an obvious. He's gay, mm-hmm. and I think that that sort of led to a a boy who was at sixteen at the time said he was uh, you know he was raped by him. They did have a sexual relationship with, but the boy was eighteen, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, so that's where that story. Yeah, so he's a he's a bit of a creep, but he's not a criminal. He's not a criminal. Yeah. But the and big really, thing if this is, was a woman, uh, no one would be talking about it. So I think there's a bit of a double standard there, and people are like, "Oh, Elmo's I mean, I think it's a little bit disgusting yeah. because I don't want to have. I'm 31 and I don't want to be with an 18 year old girl. Yeah, I just um, think that. Uh, yeah, Elmo just can't fuck anymore. Right. I'm sorry, Kevin Clash, you can't fuck anymore. That's Stop it. it. The whole You're thing. Elmo. You're Elmo now. You don't fuck. That's the thing. You don't I, fuck. You, you know, sit in your house. Whatever it is you do, you do inside your gated mansion and let no one else see right. it because you're Elmo now. Yeah. You are Elmo. I mean, and, and that's the thing. But then again, when you play in the show. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right. Give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. 
My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. He could have been the victim of a highly trained child seductor by the CIA through the uh, project MK Ultra. Well, that's a whole different kind of honey trap. Isn't it? Oh, 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 oh it you is. bet, friend. <laughs> yes, and I will say for the Elmo guy, it's tough when you're when you're in the child business. Much like Pee Wee Herman got caught jacking off in the theater, if he even was jacking off, mm. ruined his career. Fred Willard got caught jacking off. More more jobs than ever. Absolutely, yeah. because again, he was really funny while he was doing it. Exactly. Being funny covers a lot of gaps in personality. <laughs> I mean, just look at look us. at us. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and so let's just start off. Okay, so let's get in this MK Ultra. Just from the let's go super bass. All right, it's the year 1953. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, um, <laughs> I don't know if that's the music of the time. What is that song? I think that's from the Roaring Twenties. That 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 uh, back in the fifties, um, and it was uh, it was a program that was it, it, it was trying to develop techniques in order to help uh, interrogation, like either like to interrogate or to defy interrogation, and also to maybe create um, new ways. Um, a super soldier. To, like, there's some people who say that it's a super soldier. It actually has distinct goals. Let me actually put this. So what they use is, is a, a combination of psychotropic drugs, which they invented to, in order to do this. CIA created yeah. As it also, uh, in a great documentary, we discovered that people thought that magic mushrooms were a myth. Absolutely. Until they finally discovered those under the cow dung. Bad, di- bad day for whoever, whatever intern had to go find the mushrooms. Absolutely, but, yeah. yeah, because you have to wait for all this the, shit, but yeah. you get to eat the mushrooms, and then it's well, like... These uh, ones work, yeah. I think. Touch of grape. Grateful Dead was really good at the time. Yeah. I'm sweating, too. I'm wearing underoos <laughs> and three shirts. Because it's 40 degrees outside, and it is 95 degrees in the studio. 95. It's not 95 in here. It's Shut a, your mouth! It's a balmy 74. So, all right. The agency poured millions of dollars into studies examining methods of influencing and controlling the mind and of enhancing their ability to extract information from resistant subjects during interrogation. And what they're finding, a byproduct of a lot of that was, was figuring out how to make a blank slate of the mind in order to place a reprogram onto it to either use right. you as a, an assassin or a spy in which basically fracture your personality into a bunch of different shards so that you can do an action like you can go and kill somebody or you can go and g- be captured purposefully by the Koreans and basically, go deep into their their interrogation system and come back and remember none of it so you don't have any psychological trauma and they can just conjure back the information anytime they want using hip- like, hypnosis. It's like what every mm-hmm. director does before he directs Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just erase her brain and just drone out. But all of this also. But, but of course, this is done. The, the erasing of the brain is done. So if they are interrogated, they have no information to give. Yeah. All they know is what they've been fed. It's and like a, a Manchurian of, candidate, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, which is they they always say like, oh, that's ridiculous. We never could have done that. But the stuff that they did do is absolutely. Fucking bonkers. So the stuff that they did do, I mean, is this This like, is stuff that they did do. And this is on record. This is on as much record as they have. The problem is, is when they shut down the program in 1973, they burned everything. Ah. Because, another, of course, because it was highly illegal. It's, disgu- it's like, yeah. It's uh, disgusting. But it, there it, is it, a, another project, pl- Project Blackbird. There's a lot of stuff. So project there's Blackbird, there's Project Artichoke, right. which was another one. And then, but the, all that started with a program um, called Operation Paperclip, which happened in the 1940s. It, it started from back then. When it was still just the OSS. What do you OSS. think the man was doing when he thought of Operation Paperclip? He was like, "What's the name of your operation?" And he's just like looking all around and then he his choked desk on he... a paperclip. <laughs> paperclip. <laughs> no, oh, oh, what am I talking about right now? What am I talking? Oh my God, it's a paperclip. All right, Operation, Operation paperclip. paperclip. Um, but the uh, Operation Paperclip involved going into Nazi Germany after Nazi Germany was defeated during the war and taking all their primo scientists and bringing them back to America, expunging their past. Mm-hmm. And then it was called Operation Paperclip because that was what they call the action of paperclipping a new bio to their name. 
Okay. And so their new bios were so basically they had all of like Dr. Mengele's assistants mm-hmm. and stuff, and they came in and they said what we found is doing Mengele's experiments in mm-hmm. Nazi fucking Germany that you can break someone's uh, personality down by uh, sensory deprivation, t- trauma, both just normal physical and sexual, um, sleep deprivation and, and isolation. Um, and then making them sleep, drugging them, right. and then you know using amphetamines, barbiturates. Over, and over. they were talking and, about uh, they would have the early experiments is that they have one IV in one arm feeding in amphetamines and one IV in the other arm feeding in barbiturates. And what they do is they pump them full of our barbiturates mm. until they were about to pass out, and then they pump them up with amphetamines and they pop up and they start like blah, 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 like talking yeah. like this. And the but guys like, why did I wake up with a candy necklace? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> But, uh, but the, they were talking – but the main idea then was truth serum. Right. What we want to make as a way to make like someone say to whatever it is we down, want. Which to is the main down. idea yeah. now. And on a lesser level, obviously, we're still using these things. If you recall in Guantanamo Bay, they have the lights on all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pantera and Metallica was blared in their sensory – you know, uh, to like just completely make people go absolutely insane. And isolation in prisons. It drives people absolutely batshit insane. So but the ideas they, did work. The way they Not to make a CIA. Agent no. to make a lunatic. Yes, but well, that's what they were talking about. It's like that, that was the main thing. It's like you in, using LSD as well. It's like how do you? What, what was the? Um, oh, the actual term for the original version of it, product artichoke, was using hypnosis and uh, using hypnosis and prescription drugs. What was it to? Um, Put uh, make people do something against their moral or personal will. Like it was like this thing. Then that was on the books. That was what it was about. Mm-hmm. It was like try to make someone do something that it's purposely against their will, which is hypnosis is supposed to be impossible to do. And mm-hmm. where this connects back to where we're talking about the BBC area is that a part of the as the research continued because originally. As it started, they made LSD and they, they, they took all the cyclocybin out of the uh, the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And when they discovered it's like it's like fun. It made, like it, it produces really interesting societal results. Yeah. So they would do it, you know, for rats and monkeys for a while. And then what they started doing in the offices is that they wanted to get pure, uncontaminated test results. So they should just dope people. They just used to just put it in people's coffee and like watch them act and like do all this stuff and they did it to a whole town they did they dumped a bunch of LSD into a town's water supply and watched the town fall apart honey how was your day it uh, was I don't purple know. The, was apples like purple were like day? the apples were piggies yeah like, I, I ate like four piggies I think uh, are they in apples I don't know you're covered in blood you're what? F- what? quit putting your face against the television what are my, what are my <laughs> knees oh your knees are your legs elbows ha <laughs> Just a touch of green. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. That's not um, bad. But that's where th- so. But uh, then again, they found that LSD was too unpredictable. Yeah. But that's just where it started. <laughs> but then it moved towards like, who are we really like? Who are we like uh, the ultimate test subjects for this? Mm. And first thing that they did was uh, there Up was to this point they were only using adults. They're only using adults and volunteers. This right. is where Timothy Leary did acid for the first time. This is where Ken Kesey did acid for the first time. Alan Ginsberg. All those people signed up for these free, like, yeah. or what they used to call the acid Why the fuck wouldn't you? Free yeah. meatballs and, and, and hoagies and, and, over here. That'd be like, yeah. absolutely. I absolutely. think will be there. And this no. is like the pure, pure this LSE. This the stuff Not that, like, made you fucking trip nuts. Yeah. We don't get it now. No, we don't have no, that, that anymore. it doesn't exist anymore. Because it was debilitating. Yeah. Because it was like... <laughs> You sit there like, like banging your head against the yeah. table. And like you come back are, like, I had a really wonderful time. Right, yeah. right, right. And yeah. it's also those are the guys that just don't come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or because but they also turned it all into a counterculture. And that's yeah. a part of what the CIA was like smacking themselves for because they inadvertently made the 60s counterculture while doing their nefarious fucking tests, which is amazing. Right. That's a um, sweet irony of that. Yeah, they made the hippies that they hate so much mm-hmm. um, because it fucking ruled, bro. Thanks, CIA. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so they were using it on test subjects. Ginsburg, but then, but they realized what they, what you could do is you, it's the goal is they're like, how do you get to the bottom of 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 somebody? And um, and a part of what these Nazi scientists showed Just them. Ask Jimmy Seville. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> he knew how to do it. 
he would have been really good with the CIA back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah he would have been a top star dude. There was a guy named George White who ran the original version of Project MK Ultra, and they was talking about how he was a sick motherfucker. And all, all these people came out and they said all this stuff about you know like we regret yeah. the test that happened during this period of time, blah blah blah. He said and when they asked George, it was fun, 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 fun. Who yeah. said that? George White, the guy yeah. who was originally in charge of Project MK. And Ultra. if you get a wow. chance on YouTube, uh, there's gr- uh, some great documentaries. And the we'll guy post them all up on. Yeah, we'll the post guy them on. is uh, unbelievably a disturbing. monster. A monster. If you were tripping on acid and you saw his face, you would swear that it was like a bizarre detached elephant that escaped the zoo. Yeah, but the original, te- but the really original tests were really interesting. So they'd have two people sitting in a room. Both of them would be on acid. They would have like one be on acid and one would wait, and then they would describe the other person's actions. And then when the acid ran out on the other one, the other one would get acid, and they would do it back and forth. So then. It spread from volunteers to mental patients because then it was this idea of like, well, we want to make a disorienting effect. Like we want to make a drug that will make a disorienting effect. Let's figure out how to like reproduce schizophrenic uh, symptoms by using schizophrenics. And then in the end, we'll tell them it's like this therapy, but it's not. Right. So they would do the same thing. They would be using acid and, and sleep deprivation and then force sleep and then electroshock therapy and all these like horrible things. You know what? Reagan really fucked up in the 80s when he emptied out all the mental hospitals. We lost a lot of good guinea pigs. Then. We lost a lot of fun, cool dudes. <laughs> yeah. That could have been there. No, and LSD yeah, and they just went and they just went and became homeless and when before they could have been trying LSD. Yeah. But, I mean, possibly going like, I mean, going literally like deathly insane. Totally or dangerously like, insane. Yeah. What if it really worked? They just put on a three-piece suit, got a briefcase and went to work. It didn't work for <laughs> that's the thing though, is it didn't work for any of these people. They ever and then every detail I read, it just it's just it's real. It's really fucking real. It but is a real. part of what they did it was because this was the height of the Cold War, like when all the stuff was going on, the idea was you know, there was all these spy games going on. So you wanted to make indestructible spies, and then what you wanted to do was that you wanted to get leverage on people in order to get secrets from them. And so the main crux of the of the project turned into Using children, breaking them down mentally and physically, and then what you did that using sexual abuse, using physical abuse, using again sleep deprivation, uh, like all of that, and 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 LSD. You break them down so they don't know who they are anymore, and then they what they would do is I mean, they would really slip. you could argue a nine year old has no idea who they are. Yeah, but which they is were why just, they, they chose children. They they would they would break them down mentally because the, what they learned from the Nazis and they were talking about is that. That suffer sufferers of sexual abuse, right? If you if you if you rape them until they're a robot, they their vision increases by forty four percent. Their resistance to disease increases by some X number. Their like their their ability to learn language, their 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 photographic memory increases because of the horrible memories that you create in their brains. Yeah, that's so you not what their, you want to have like, happen as a side effect. But that's yeah. what they're talking about. All of these victims, and it came out later on talking about it, is that like I blame the fucking photographic memory that the CIA gave me. I remember every instance of what happened to me of like after the fact. You know. I mean, then again, there's it's like a, lots know, I, of people are very flawed. There's a great test. I'm sorry, what was it? I wonder, how did they choose the guy who did the sexual abuse? They all, I the think children? that well, they chose themselves. <laughs> but that's the thing. But, all like, right, guys, have, this is not a trick question, first of all. Right. <laughs> who wants to rape the kid? <laughs> I'll do it. Jimmy? <laughs> Interesting. Mr. Jimmy, you're not even from here. Oh, come on. Come hey, on. Let me get a shot. Hey, hey. <laughs> you know I'm good for it. Hey there, body mine. Hey there, body mine. Let me get a shot at him. <laughs> it sounds like Liam Gallagher. Uh, um, but th- that's a, that's just a. Uh, where, where was I? It's this horrible. But yeah, no, that's what So no. Kathy O'Brien is a very famous victim yeah. of MK Ultra, and she came out and talked about it. But the stuff yeah, she says is that she said she saw that Bill Clinton was there, and that Waylon Jennings was there, and all this stuff. Now I don't believe that. Absolutely, Waylon. but also, but they also said all this stuff about you know like satanic ritual and imagery and stuff. Right. But then they f- that 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 was happening to her while it was going on is they would show up dressed as satanic priests and doing all this stuff but then there's even another layer on top of that in which they're talking about the way they guided the way they guarded their own uh the, uh, their identities was feeding those auto suggestions into her, like basically like using imagery of Bill Clinton, using imagery of like these people right. that you 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 mess up her memories about who's raping her, except for the fact she remembers every inch of what their dick looks like, which I was reading about, like and like all this stuff, and it's like you go in there and these are men that are because those men are also drugged. 
Yeah. The people that are raping these kids are oh. drugged. And the oh. whole thing is this. They oh. would use the... Double drugging. They would use the whole thing against each other because so then the memory never happened. And then the idea is you take these brainwashed children who have no memory and you slip a fucking Mickey to some foreign dignitary that you want to do. And they used to have these places. I forget what the term was. It was called, I think they just called them safe houses. They had one in London. They had one in Greenwich Village. They had one in San Francisco where they would lure people. What the hell? I had it in my, it's Operation Nightbox, something like that. Well, the um, thing is, uh, when where they would have for- these people show up, and they would they would have kids in the bed, and they would put drug foreign dignitaries in the bed with the kids, and then they wire the whole thing for sound and with cameras, and then at the very end they would be like, "Hey, you uh, you should probably side with the U.S. when you go to meet with the U.N. next week, because if not, we're going to tell everyone that you're a fucking pedophile." It's a great form of blackmail, <sighs> and the people there's another great uh, testimony that's being given, and, and you can see both of the women on YouTube there, and they're in front of the uh, what was that? That's just the a congressional committee, I believe. There was a thing called, uh, I think it's called the uh, Grenada Council, which is a group of people that got together. They're uh, victims of uh, government malfeasance. Malfeasance. And uh, their testimony is absolutely heartbreaking. It's completely insane, but they do remember everything. And it's really, when you're hearing these adults, these were both women and they were kidnapped at nine. You know, one was a runaway and the other one, I'm not sure exactly how they got her. Um, And the it really backfired. This whole mm. idea that you could make a strong, intelligent, sneaky CIA agent well, by completely is... shattering their psyche and self-esteem is visibly a wrong decision well, to make honest, as soon as you see them as adults. We actually don't even know the, the, the extent of their actual success because who knows? Because the idea is that everything that they succeeded in doing, we would never know because it's so secret. We just know the ultimate failures, which like the scientist... Um, the only person that I could see that would be an actual Manchurian candidate was dumb Jimmy Carter. And I mentioned him before and I mentioned <laughs> We make him a peanut farmer, and he talks like a fucking retard. It is like... That is the only one that I could see that maybe was uh, affected by a child. Well, I think sexual noticeably, use. the biggest one was a, a, a scientist named Frank Olson. They dosed him. They put a LSD in his coffee, and they watched him slip into a depression after not knowing what was going wrong with him, and he killed himself. Yeah, that's like a, that's just stuff that just happened right there. Yeah, you just took acid. I mean, if you take pure acid and you think you're just having some good, strong coffee, you'll go absolutely insane. Well, here's another one. In Operation Midnight Climax. That's what I was talking about. Midnight Climax. Yeah, the CIA set up several brothels in San Francisco to obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about the events. The men were dosed with LSD. The brothels were equipped with one-way mirrors, and the sessions were filmed for later viewing and study. And these were, and and they would put these, they would put these drugged, totally brainwashed kids into those scenarios and use them. And also the idea of making future super spies. Heroin addicts were, this is one of my favorites, heroin addicts were bribed into taking LSD with offers of more heroin. Which it seems like, (laughs) (laughs) that's just amazing. Just like, just give them LSD and listen to them bedfolds fucking album they won't need heroin anymore um, but these are the official goals of MK Ultra. I just read through them quick number one substances which will promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public and that was a big thing because the the, the first main target of MK Ultra was supposed to be Fidel Castro and that was the, the, the reason why there was a gigantic push in the early stages of MK Ultra is that they wanted to make a Manchurian candidate to go kill him right. yeah because they needed someone who could go in there and pose as one of his people. And read these slower and, and reread that one. So the whole point was to make their past so insane that no one would believe them if they attempted to speak about or it. Or the same way of what's an ad hominem attack, which is yeah, the idea of you attack the person and like you make them, you make someone. It's like what the government does with people who say that UFOs are real. You just every say, political campaign and everybody. You just say that yeah, they're ridiculous yeah. and that it doesn't matter. What they're saying doesn't matter because then you don't they're, have to re- they're insane. You, you don't have to rebuke anything that they've said about you. You just, well, no, but. I mean, Jesus, this coming from two guys wearing fucking underwear on the outside of their clothing. It's hot! It's <laughs> hot in here! It's cold out there! Um, number two, substances which increase the efficiency of mentation and perception, making people smarter and better, which they also thought could be an outside uh, factor of LSD, but then they just found out it just made you groovy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And groovy does not actually mean efficient of mentation and perception. <laughs> you could it argue not the opposite. Efficient I'm, at all. I'm saying I'm half groovy. <laughs> Um, materials which will cause the victim to age faster, slower, and maturity. And this would be... Uh, it, I don't know about that. 
That just sounds kooky dooky. Well, if you take that a bunch like of mushrooms, Jack. if you take a bunch of mushrooms, I think you're going to be slightly more uh, uh, childlike than if you don't. Yeah, you that's know? true. Yeah. Actually, I can definitely I can actually see LSD and oh, hallucinogens. I turn, uh, turn you uh, give me mushrooms and put me in the forest. I turn into a five year old, as you yeah. should. Yeah. Yeah. And then you sort that's of God wanted. <laughs> that's right. Materials which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol, which is just man, which is just good tombs, good buds. <laughs> put him in a strip <laughs> club, <laughs> you know. roofies. That's all you need. Um, materials which will produce the signs and symptoms of recognized diseases in a reversible way, so that they may be used for malingering. <laughs> What's malingering? I'm not sure. It's okay. I I used to know what malingering meant. Well, go back in your brain dictionary and figure it out because we're looking like real idiots right now. Yeah, but when they say materials, they're talking about drugs. Like these. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or really anything. It's like materials. It's techniques. It's stuff that you can do to someone or something they can take. Okay. Um. Exact malinger verb. Exaggerate or feign illness in order to escape duty or work. Ah, very good. Perfect yes. for spy work. Yes. And uh, I just realized as well, when it comes down to like child sexual abuse and uh, the aging thing, that there was number four, number three there, the last one, a lot of people who are um, molested have very high-pitched voices. They have very childlike mannerisms. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> what happened to you, Henry? Are you a victim of the MKO? I ain't telling. I ain't telling nobody. Interesting. Yeah. Mickey Mouse did it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, you see. Yeah. I, You're like a bizarre gangster yeah. child being that was molested. I was never molested. <laughs> yes, good, Marcus. Thank you, everybody. I'm very happy that you were never molested. Thank you. Um... Materials that will cause temporary slash permanent brain damage and loss of memory. That was a big thing. So for a while, the the government, this was happening in American soil until the year... 1973. Into the year 1964. um, And then it moved to Canada. uh, and Ran by a a doctor uh, named Dr. Donald Ewan Cameron. And Dr. Mm -hmm. Ewan Cameron, who went on to form the APA... Yeah, he's one of the worst ones out there. He had this thing called psychic driving. And this is where he believed that you could, and was correct in many ways, so technically a good scientist, was that you can break a person's personality down using cycles of heavy electroshock therapy and then force sleep. Yeah. Where it's like you would shock them for like two days and then fucking put them out. And he was a radiation guy as well, right? Yes, and this is where... They discovered the use of ELF rays, which is also a byproduct of the uh, of HARP, right. the HARP, mm. uh, the uh, rays that come out of that in order to suppress thought. And it's they were talking about it again. Kathy O'Brien's husband came out and talked about the machines that they have right now. These ELF transmitters that you could put in your pocket and you turn it on, you wouldn't be able to fucking rewrite a check. You wouldn't be able to write your name. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Which is very interesting. Yeah, it's and this is, amazing. and that is, that was where they did in this place called Ravencroft. Wow, this, this giant Ooh, like fun. evil hospital in Montreal called Ravencroft. <laughs> <laughs> you see that hockey game there? Eh? Oh, you see that game? Oh, it's kind of scary. Oh, it's yeah, oh, it's real good. Oh, I better separate. Oh, hey, oh, hey, go. Why don't you let, let the werewolf in? Oh yeah, let that oh, werewolf. Let you in. you, you hey, bring that werewolf here there, over buddy, here. You got my goldie hey. mask. <laughs> hey there, buddy. Hey, I got this mental patient. I've been raping her for a couple of days. I think she'd be a good, good assassin, eh? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Ravencroft <laughs> Hospital. The Canadians can say and do anything, and it's always adorable. Um, but, the, uh, but these people that were a part of that experimentation program have no memories. Yeah, like and lo- the, a lot of them are like brain damage. So this was like, approach can they number make, two. Can this they make was, new memories? Or yeah, they, they can make have, new memories now, yeah. but they have like they're they're fucked. Yeah, because you just treated them like they were a car battery. Yeah, <laughs> you like treated them like they weren't a person. You treated them like your cell phone. I'll right. just jam a plug into my cell phone and then throw it in the corner and let it die and let it sit there for five days. That's a cell phone, <laughs> and it deserves to be punished because every time it rings, it's bad news. Every time, <laughs> every single time. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps. 
and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster. Because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish. Wow! I just gotta learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm gonna be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right. Uh, so go back on uh, to with the list of materials. Um, oh, I need more. I need more. I need like a music stand. Yeah. Here, I've got it all pulled. Out. Do you want to get back to the? Uh, Let's the get. Materi- uh, the, yeah, uh, I want to go goals? back to the goals. Substances yeah. which will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privation, torture, and coercion during interrogation and so-called brainwashing. So you just brainwash your soldiers until they can't be brainwashed anymore. Right. And that's just what you do. Which I could use, because tell you what, these McDonald's commercials will take well, a toll on me. They are, <laughs> and I love McDonald's, even love though it's terrible. Love them at McGriddle. 
Um, but they still do that as well. A military friend of mine, he went there. He said the first night that he was there, they went to a large field and they just watched nonstop uh, pro-America propaganda movies. Nonstop for like, like 18, what kind of movies? So just uh, about the wars. They showed the new war Rambo. Footage. The pretty much. Pretty much. I love the new Rambo. The new Rambo is amazing. Act of Valor I'd might be down been with on that. the uh, might sure might have been on the. I'll watch list. that too. I like that movie. Um, <laughs> and that's it, but that's exactly what they did uh, there with that. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that I'd be a bad soldier. Yes, I think that you, you would know, be. I mean, you'd be a great desk man. I, actually, no. I don't. I think, think I'd be worse at a desk because at least uh, why I could is be my using a human shield. On the field. At least on the yeah. field, you'll shoot me in the head, then you could drag me around and protect yourself for a while. Call on a, a desk human job, grenade. I'm just, just going to forget the expense reports. You're too short to yeah. make a proper human shield. That's now, true, ben, too. That is a human shield. Well, that's true. But Henry would be great in instances of well, some, where somebody has to sacrifice their life while jumping on a grenade. Like, your basic training would just be like, you're yeah. prancing See, around and be like, grenade, thing. and then you have to jump on I'm it. Like, but then in the war, it's I like a real weird one. thing where I'm like allergic to danger. And so when I see something like that, I normally just fucking, I mean, like, I will run. As soon as you hear a gas. As soon as I heard a gunshot, I'd be gone. Well, I'd be gone. I'd be back in the mess hall. All the time, he's like, where's the mess hall? That's what I'm looking for. (laughs) Where's the hot dogs and the hamburgers around this place? Well, you should know where it is. That's where you work. You know, <laughs> I'd be a serving great up army all the chef. beef. Oh, That'd you be would amazing. be the. You would honestly be the greatest army chef of all They'd time. Like, if we still hey, had it's the really draft, dangerous out that today, huh? Ah, it's a shame. Marcus, I cannot go- believe the way he still fight his war. Huh? Ah, <laughs> and raviolis. <laughs> Marcus, you're on the front lines immediately. I'm going. I'm oh, doing. I'm God sniper, knows bro. what. Yeah, you're sniper in it. Yeah. I'm just out there busting down doors, hurting kids, and just immediately in the mess hall. Mm. Henry Zabrowski serving up the meat. Hey, you like a gravy. Oh, you get a lot of gravy from me. And then you could see, like, over the war, the light go out of mine and Ben's eyes. I can't yeah. wait for that. <laughs> and I just, because I keep doing it just here on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, number eight. Materials and physical methods which will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. You know what? This whole list, all of these goals, you could really just make all these happen with a real good hammer. That's what I, they did that. <laughs> they did that, though. They did it with raping you. They did it by raping you. Yeah. Every single time they were like, what do we do? I really, the LSCs aren't really, the LSCs just make them dance around, like, draw shit and stuff. I guess we just rape them again. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mondays, um, huh? Mondays. <laughs> I've got a case um, of them. Yeah, i got a case of the Mondays. And now I'm sore from them. And stripping down my fucking back of my leg. Might have a case of the herpes tomorrow. Physical mm. methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time and capable of surreptitious use. Mm-hmm. Rape. Substances <laughs> which produce physical disablement, such as paralysis of the legs and anemia. That's rape. Rape, again. Substances which will produce a chemical that can cause blisters. Herpes. Fire. And herpes. <laughs> yeah, fire and herpes. Yeah. Substances which alter personality structure in such a way that the tendency of the recipient to become dependent upon another person is enhanced. Right. Which is the gay drug. That's the gay drug? That's yeah. the great that's And the Stockholm syndrome as well. Yes. Right. Yeah. And is uh, John Moreno with a, with a bottle of gin. Right. <laughs> um... Hmm. John Moreno from uh, the last episode of the last podcast. Uh, Roundtable of Gentlemen. No, no. Uh, he told the spooky story about the yeah. house that burned down yes, in Florida. Yes, that was yes, two, yes, episodes two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, a material which will cause mental confusion of such a type that the individual under its influence will find it difficult to maintain a fabrication under questioning, which is weed. Mm. Substances which will It'd be lower good if you got the weed day. If you just like, <laughs> ah. the test subject for give weed. me some of that. I'll do whatever. I'll confess to anything. Give me Absolutely. some of that sweet, sweet nugget nug. Yeah. Oh, you got some of that OG Kush. You got some of that Endo Kush. <laughs> um, I think he wants it too much. I'll just give it to him. He's he's a rad dude. He's he's having fun. <laughs> Substances which will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men when administered in undetectable amounts. Once weed again. Weed. again. weed. Mm-hmm. Fucking sweet. Yeah. And these are just things they might also time. give to an enemy, not just a, a person. They're Absolutely. No, not just yeah, your friend. They don't want to make you people. They don't want to make people groovy. They just keep accidentally right. doing it. When they're not raping people, they're no, making I mean, people at, awesome. At some point, they're like, okay, we've got to kill Fidel. That one to make him, uh, memory is worse, make him lazier. They're like, let's smoke him out. That's literally We're just going to go to his place and just fucking roll up a sweet Cuban, but instead of tobacco, fill it with nice nug. And they were also talking about how to do- dose him with... LSD. Right. But then again, it's just like only lasts for a period of time, and then he's just embarrassed 
And he just wishes that pulls he his was pants a, back up yeah. and says, "If anyone mentions this, you're going to go to the camps." I just wish I could turn back to the one happy modest mouse album instead of sitting here trying to do the speech. Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird that they had all this music before. Like, I got myself into a some of the songs makes me feel good vibes, man. It's a good Fidel. Song. Let's get back to work, Bay and Communists now. <laughs> Wacky. <laughs> And we're down to our last couple. Substances which promote weakness or distortion of the eyesight or hearing faculties. Preferably (laughs) without permanent effects. Faculties? Yeah, faculties. Preferably (laughs) without permanent effects, which means, you know, just don't pop their eyes out. Okay. They wanted to, though. I'm sure. They're like, how do we make them blind without just popping their eyes up? Like, come on, let's just pop his eyes out. (laughs) No, No, we're not in Germany. You're not in Germany anymore. I just want to tie the tin the twins together and see if they like the same peanut butters. <laughs> Get out of here, Heinrich. I'm sure they do. Um, there was only Chunky back in the day. A yeah. knockout Creamy's pill. A new development. A knockout pill again, just roofies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a material which can be surreptitiously administered by the above roots and which in very small amounts will make it impossible for a person to perform physical activity. Weed again. Indeed. <laughs> so those are the 17 but goals. Just, it's like, this is just scratching the fucking very surface of this. So it's like the, all this stuff kind of came out um, in 1973. There was a giant hearing about the, these these mm-hmm. things coming out and they burnt all the files and there's very little information it's just the sort of shaky cooperative effort, uh, evidence of like certain like military officials that say that the project existed and the victims that are very severely damaged either way they either were well, damaged in the first place and they're totally irreparable or they were entirely mentally fucked by this program and that is you know it plays in well with the goals of the program make somebody's history and somebody's past and someone's current reality so unreliable so unpredictable and sound so insane that nobody believes them and that's exactly what they've done yeah and that's why none of this information has come to really mainstream media. Yeah. Now we just have to do it the old way with the educational system. It isn't <laughs> that's good. All, that's all we have to do. Now we just make them discouraged by not teaching them well and jamming them in there like a bunch of rats. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's I think exa- that's, I think kids really learn best when they're when they are layered on top of each other. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. And they all fight for the one book. Yeah, when they're terrified of like being the smart one in class cuz you know everyone loves the smart one like they don't get beat up or anything. No. Yeah. They do. <laughs> they do? Actually, I, I wouldn't know. Actually, yes, uh, quite quite a bit. Yeah, I was yeah, a smart yeah, one until was I was a, a funny one, then I stopped being the smart one. Oh, interesting. <laughs> now I'm not the smart one anymore. Uh, all right, so we can wrap this thing up here. Uh, anyway, what was the overall... Okay, so this when did uh, MK Ultra begin? In 1953. And it ended in 1973. 1967. So 1967. Yeah. And Hugh began in 73. Well, 73 was precipitated by the Watergate hullabaloo. All of the, uh, all of the intelligence agencies were getting a little nervous, getting a little creepy, creeped mm-hmm. out. As they fucking should have been. Yeah, as they should have been. Yeah, because they were doing awful, yeah, awful, 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 awful shit. Yeah, Do we know who the joke. CIA director was during those years? Uh, Richard Helms. Richard Helms. He ordered all MK Ultra files destroyed. Pursuant to this order, most CIA documents regarded the project were destroyed, making a full investigation impossible, but a cache of some 20,000 documents survived the purge as they have been incorrectly stored in a financial record building. Well, I hope Mr. Helms is getting violently raped in hell. Oh, he most certainly is. I am going to, uh, and we're going to put the documentaries up, and there's a lot of, I mean, of course, if we... That's the one thing, again, is this is just another section of, of the gigantic conspiracy theory that we un- we unearth every single time. No mention of reptilians, though, which makes me kind of mad. Yeah. Because well, when it comes down to it, I'm sure the reptilians would be like, you mean I'm getting cut out of this? <laughs> right? You mean to upset. tell me we're doing all this fun, awesome shit, and I'm not going to be there? I'm a lizard. <laughs> Let me rape one of the kids. Wolf, I'll break his no, memory. And no, you're no, like, you can't have a lizard, right? You need to just cool out, all right? We got this. Yeah. All right, Waylon Jennings is going to rape a kid for this afternoon. Yeah. What if Waylon Jennings is going to rape this kid? I'm a 12-foot reptile. Yeah, but then he's going to play for us after. Oh, that's right. Fun. Well, can I at least get backstage passes? Fuck yeah, green guy. <laughs> Woo! He's like, I got the bruise and I got the girl. I tell you what, reptile, you and me, we're heading back to Lubbock, Texas. You're going to meet my mama. Woo! 
I'm a raper. Make her assassin. <laughs> well, that's a big thing you could just say that uh, any rapist could just say to a further victim in the future is that they're just trying to make him an assassin. Don't say that. No, I mean, it's not going to work unless you're allowed to, like, kill the person who raped you. Only that's if you're dressed up as a police officer, number yeah. one, or in a suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just why every time I see a fucking fat old white dude in a suit, I just want to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. They do the worst things they're on the face of the They're just up to no good. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. That's all they're up to. <laughs> it's fun, fun, fun. All right, everybody. That's. My I don't think I've then. ever described a single good thing as fun, fun, fun. That no, guy had good more things. fun doing that than I had, like, going to Coney. You know, he had more fun he doing that. He had fun doing the thing that is the least fun thing to do, which is watching other people have a great time on acid. Yeah. <laughs> that is the worst thing a human being can do. All right. So we'll revisit the subject as well. So talk to us on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And, this uh, is just this is part one. I think we're just going to have to go through all the podcasts and just do part twos of everything. I think yeah, so. I, think I mean, so. it's huge and it all connects. Yeah, because every single time we get amazing. an inch, inch farther in, I mean, we didn't even deeper we didn't even get to Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski and Timothy McVeigh and Sirhan Sirhan. Mm -hmm. All these people, graduates of the MK Ultra class of 67. Oh, what a trip it's been. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, that's episode two. We rap, ready, ribbity, rap, 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 ribbity, rap, rap, rap. And see, Did every other one of those was a rap with the W. So. Do you think if I put my mouth <laughs> over the microphone I and then like pour ginger ale on it, it would electrocute me to death? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it might. <laughs> It might. All right. That's Hong Kong Henry Zabrowski. Hail me. Hail Satan. Thank you, Marcus. Hail Gein. We'll Hail Satan. Only Satan can protect us from the government. That's right. Magustalations, everyone. Magustalations. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.